episode number 206 of the Emotionally Equipped Podcast. Hi, this is Shira Gura. Welcome to my podcast. If you're new to me, just so that you know who you're listening to, I am the author of the books, Getting Unstuck, Five Simple Steps to Emotional Well-Being, and The Clear Way, Five Simple Steps to Be Mentally Prepared for Anything. These books are based on two self-help tools I created that support you in getting unstuck and getting clear so you can live deliberately. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. It's really good to be back. Last week, I was on vacation with my family, mostly doing some day trips from the house. I did a little bit of work, but mostly I created pockets of freedom for myself, which felt really, really wonderful. And I want to thank Esther Goldenberg again for filling in for me last week and sharing a captivating story with all of you. Last week, I mentioned that you'd be hearing a story from my friend Esther, but what I didn't mention is who Esther really is. So I just want to take a moment now and share with you that Esther was my book coach and publisher for my first two books. That's actually how we first met, through the process of me wanting to bring my concept of getting unstuck to the world. And through that process, we became good friends, and we are now actually living in the same community together, which is just a miracle. So Esther, thank you again, not only for sharing your story with my podcast listeners, but for being who you are and for being that person in my life. If by any chance anyone listening to this podcast is interested in birthing a book to the world, you definitely want to be in touch with me and I will happily introduce you to Esther. The second thing I want to mention before I get into today's episode is regarding the episode I did two weeks ago on breaking traditions. I trusted that the message I wanted to get across would get across exactly as I hoped, but the truth is I'm not sure it entirely did. If you didn't yet hear that episode, I invite you to pause this episode and listen to that one first before continuing on. So my parents, who listen to my podcast, were in touch with me after tuning in to episode 204, and they told me they were confused. They weren't quite sure what I meant. Did I not have memories of family satyrs when I was a kid? Or do I not remember having meals? Oh, man. When I received that message, I knew I had to do a follow-up episode, not only to clarify things, but to elaborate even further. The truth is, a few other people sent me emails or direct messages on Instagram, sharing with me their traditions that they picked up as kids and that they continue with until today. So let me explain. Of course I have memories of my family satyrs growing up, and of course I remember the meals. That is not at all what I was referring to. But actually, while we're on the subject, let me share some of what I do remember from my childhood. I remember our satyrs starting early. I mean, it's not that I knew anything different, to be honest, but now that I have experienced more of life, I've learned that traditionally, satyrs don't start until the sun goes down. But what I remember as a kid is that the satyrs would start when it was still light outside. In fact, hours before the sun would go down. 
I remember gathering with the extended family, which would be like, I don't know, a hundred people because my family is so big. And we'd come together at around four in the afternoon. And we would start the Seder maybe around five. And then we'd have dinner at six. And we would be done everything by around seven o'clock, just in enough time for us to go home and go to bed at our normal times. I didn't attend a private religious school. And so the satyrs would often fall during the week when we actually had school. And so my parents and my aunts and uncles and grandparents, they made sure that we'd be able to finish the satyr on time so that we would be able to get home and go to sleep. Now, what I've learned after I grew up and left my house is that not everyone does a satyr the way that I did as a kid. In fact, according to Jewish law, the Seder doesn't even begin until the sun goes down, which around this time of year can get close to like 7.30 or 7.45, which is fascinating if you stop to think about it. That is to say that some people are only starting their Seders when other people are already completing theirs. But what it also means is that if you start the Seder at 7.30 or 8 o'clock at night, By the time it's time to eat the festive meal, it's going to be already 9.30 or 10 o'clock. And that is what I was referring to in the episode from two weeks ago. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't eat big meals at night. At least I try to avoid doing so. I don't sleep well when I eat late at night. And I feel that eating at night, at least for me, causes me to gain unnecessary weight. So... I prefer to eat a light meal in the evening or even no meal at all sometimes if I'm not hungry. And this goes well with the Mediterranean diet that we live by, where the hot meal is served at lunch and dinner tends to be something light like a salad. And so two weeks ago, I was hosting a Seder and knowing it wasn't going to start until close to 8 o'clock at night and knowing there was an expectation to prepare a big festive meal, I spoke with my friend who was planning to come with her family about this dilemma. She 100% agreed with me that we should rethink this, as from her perspective, no one is really hungry at that hour anyway. And so this is why we chose to focus on having vegetables and dips and french fries and potato chips, all of that out during the entire Seder, which by the way, we do the Seder sitting on mattresses and pillows on the floor around a coffee table. And when it was time for the festive meal, We basically planned soup and dessert over in the dining room. We did this because, well, first of all, we knew no one was going to be hungry at that hour. And secondly, we had a feeling they would accept our decision. That's what I meant. It had nothing to do with not remembering how lovely things were for me as a kid, because they were. What it had to do with was questioning the tradition. I happen to actually be a traditionalist in many ways. I love tradition and I see the role it plays in my personal life and in the life of my family and in the life of the community I live in. But what I also believe is just as important is questioning tradition. Does the tradition work for you? Is it still meaningful for you? Is it valuable for you? If it is, great, terrific, keep it. But if it's not... I was in the episode two weeks ago, and I still am encouraging you to consider why you're holding on to it. I offered the example of questioning the tradition of, you know, having a big festive meal. We changed that tradition, and you know what? 
it was incredibly well-received. Even my 16-year-old boy, who was not very happy about the decision when I got him clear a few days before the event, he was actually relieved because he told me he was so satisfied from the quote-unquote first course that we had during the Seder. He said it was such a good decision and that we should definitely do it from now on. Now, had I been stuck on believing we had to keep the tradition of having this big festive meal just for tradition's sake, we would have been sitting around a big table with tons of food that would have taken me hours and hours to prepare. And for what? Do you know how easy my preparations were this year for that Seder? I mean, besides preparing the house, obviously, for a deep cleanse, I hardly worked in the kitchen this year besides making the soup, which is simple. I did slice vegetables, that was easy, and I bought special potato chips that I buy once a year for this purpose, and I had pre-made french fries ready to be warmed up. It was so easy, and it was so relaxing. And this, my friends, is my point. That we should get into the habit of questioning everything. Seriously. We have something like 60 to 70,000 thoughts that arise in our minds every single day. Most of them we are not even aware of, and many of them are recycled thoughts that we have already thought in the past. Take, for example, this festive meal. I bet my bottom dollar that there were many, many, many people who were preparing for the Seder thinking how hard they were going to have to work all of the days leading up to the Seder. They believed that thought, that it had to be hard. And why? Well, maybe because they witnessed that as kids, or maybe because they've experienced it themselves and they believed if that's what the past is, that's how it's got to be now. But why? Why do we need to get into a habit of being ourselves? When I talk about questioning everything, I don't just mean questioning traditions. I mean questioning the habit of being you. Like, what time do you wake up in the morning? Do you ever question why? Like, why don't you wake up earlier? What time do you eat breakfast? Have you ever thought about why you eat breakfast the same time every single day? Why don't you eat later or earlier or maybe sometimes skip breakfast? Do you exercise? What kind of exercise do you do? Why? Have you ever tried anything else? How do you stand? How do you walk? How do you sit when you're driving a car? How do you show up at work? With what kind of attitude? Why? What time do you go to bed? And why? What do you usually eat for dinner? Why? What do you do with your free time? Have you ever thought about doing something else with your free time? What do you do when you're feeling stressed? Have you ever thought about doing something else for your emotional health and well-being? If you're starting your own business, what's your strategy? And why? I happen to love asking myself questions regarding food and eating. Like, for example, why am I eating right now? (laughs) I happen to think that is a fantastic question because most of the time I think I'm eating and I'm not even hungry. So why am I eating? I think so much of our lives are run on autopilot 
and we don't question things. We just do things as we've done things in the past because they're familiar to us, which makes it feel maybe that it's a safer way to live because it's more familiar. But just because something is familiar doesn't make it the best choice for us in all times, in all areas of our lives. When you live on autopilot, you don't live deliberately. You don't live from a place of, I'm doing this on purpose because I'm not stuck and because I've gotten clear, right? But rather you're living from a place of, well, I've done this in the past, so I guess that's how I should do it. And I'm not going to question it. I'm just going to do it. And this is what I'm speaking about and what I was referring to two weeks ago. And while breaking traditions or questioning everything can sometimes feel really scary, I truly see it as a way to feel the most alive and feel like I'm living my life on purpose with every decision I make. So I'm not eating breakfast at eight o'clock because that's what I've done my whole life, but rather maybe I'm gonna eat when I'm hungry, for example. Or I'm not gonna celebrate my son's bar mitzvah on Shabbat morning with the entire community because that's the expectation, but rather we're gonna have a service in our home for a small group of family and friends on Shabbat evening because that's what works best for my son which by the way, is gonna happen in about two weeks. Or I'm not planning a festive meal at 10 o'clock just because someone told me that's what I'm supposed to do, but rather I'm gonna create an evening that makes the most sense for me and my guests. This is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about waking up. I'm talking about questioning not only the things you do, but even the thoughts you think. You think this person should be acting differently? Question that. You think no one cares about you? Question that. You think showing up in the world the way you are right now is going to get you somewhere? Question that. This is what I'm saying, my friends. Question everything. Question your thoughts. Question your actions. Question who you are being. And from that place... Start living deliberately, choosing in advance who you want to be, what you want to think, and the actions you want to take. And do so from a place of joy, not from a place of resentment. Be the person you want to see in your life and keep showing up that way because you've questioned it and because you're clear that this is who you want to be. And that's the only thing you are truly responsible for anyway. Okay, my dear friends, I have so many goodies for you coming up this month in April. I am going to be focusing on the concept of joy and happiness on this podcast for this month. I'm also going to be leading a five-day Getting Unstuck Challenge, not on this podcast, but through my newsletter. I'm going to be announcing the launch of the Emotionally Equipped Circle, which is my new community for people who are intent in implementing these tools in their lives and wanting to be a part of a community with like-minded people who are speaking their language. And finally, I'm going to be announcing the launch of my six-week Emotionally Equipped Journey program. So like I said, I have a lot to share with you. And if you want to be the first to know when these things are happening and receive all of the details, please be sure you are subscribed to my newsletter. You can do so by heading over to my website, shiragura.com to sign up right away. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me this week. 
As always, I'd love to hear your feedback either by leaving me a comment on my website or on Instagram over at Shira Gura. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, I look forward to getting emotionally equipped with you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Emotionally Equipped Podcast. If you'd like to continue the conversation with me, join me over on Instagram at Shira Gura. I look forward to engaging with you over there. See you next week.